0: welcome back to No we left behind i am brian here in north texas and it has been a long while. We've enjoyed our summer hiatus that we inevitably, unscheduledly, take every single summer. Uh, the month of July is always weird with travel, vacation, illness, near illness. You know how it goes. Uh, but I am glad to be back with my good buddies, Frank, down in Austin. Frank, how are you?
1: Doing fantastic, Brian. Uh, trying to maintain a certain level of respectable melt that doesn't turn into you know complete mental breakdown with how hot it is but doing I'm, all
0: right how are you i'm dandy um <laughs> yes as we know frank is made of wax and he is slowly oh. dissolving into a puddle but we're glad you're here with us uh, with some harsh backlight man of mystery frank and austin thank you for being yeah. here appreciate Vill- it also joined by Willem up in tulsa Willem with your with your soft warm light You're very hip and very lively backdrop behind you. Like, you are the chillest motherfucker I have seen in quite some time on a camera. So, Willem, Tulsa, welcome, buddy. How are you?
2: I'm doing even better now that you said that. Thank you, Brian.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Willem (laughs) adjusts his glasses slightly and is like, God damn (laughs) straight.
2: This is my, uh, where I work at, too. So, like, that's my, you're looking at what the folks at work see.
0: This is the bone zone. (laughs) <laughs> Did you call it that, or you probably don't call it that, right? Okay, well, not at work at least. Not at work. Ooh, <laughs> that's provocative, uh, Willem I know you're. I see you're drinking something. Uh, what are you having this evening? Even though I,
1: it, I missed my drop. Sorry, I don't know what it means, but it's provocative. Yeah, well, that was
0: the. Yeah, Nobody I liked how, how you you it. jumped Nobody on the mic. It uh, the high life. Yes, sir. I mean, it matches your the vibe of that room right now that you're in. It's very on brand for the white bookshelf speaker, the gold glasses, the mustache, the Miller High Life.
1: I think he's calling you trash. Is what he's doing right now. Oh, no. Burton, right? Excuse is, me.
0: Excuse me. Miller High Life is the fucking champagne of beer, and you get that shit right. And he's getting these drinks. Hey,
2: you know what? Uh, It's not just High Life. It's a tall
0: boy. Yeah, it's a a tall boy in a koozie. So
2: sit (laughs) the fuck down. Going back to college, baby. (laughs) Uh, And it's less than 7 bucks for a six-pack. So yeah, doing that.
0: Drinking responsibly. Frank, what do you know about that? Um, I'm drinking St.
1: Elmo KZ I think it's called the Gary. It's the orange can.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Again...
1: Yeah, just the the, beer.
0: You want to try that again? You want to take it back from the top? I tried to say (laughs) say two things at one time. Just two? I'll say two things separately.
1: Uh Uh, Fantastic beer, best brewery in Austin. Okay. Mail it in. Pinehouse has the best tap room, in my opinion. Um, Fantastic food, fantastic layout. St. Elmo cannot match it, they're not that big of a brand. I had the Carl, which is a Kolsch. Fucking fantastic. Um had the Gary. They had a new release, um, a red ale. That was great. So, yeah, I, I can't say enough about St. Elmo. I love their beer. Um, definite Desert Island beer for me. Um, desert, I- desert Island Brewery. Okay. Um, if I were to have to take some beers you know, to a Desert Island, St. Elmo would be in that. Um container
0: i would bring a beer and inside that would be a hammer and another beer would be matches and in another beer uh a cell phone so i can call for help that's how i would be on a desert island
1: Oh, oh, okay. The well, cell phone's Sh- going to be of zero use unless it's a satellite phone.
0: The, of course it is. The Dwight Schrute <laughs> well, approach call to the
1: cell phone because the cell phone's not a satellite phone. It's not the same thing, bro. You didn't
0: tell me where the deserted island is. What if the deserted island is? I'm sorry, roll, bro. Lake keyword Texoma. deserted. Keyword Lake Texoma. Deserted. There's one there.
1: Oh God damn it!
0: No, oh, it's the Dwight Schrute. The the yeah. The <laughs> what three books would you take on a deserted island? <laughs> He's like the <laughs> medical guide for repair. Hollowed out. <laughs> like I would take the Bible. That's a good one. I would take the Bible too. Hollow it out inside a hatchet.
1: <laughs> so, what I enjoy is I think that's the same episode where Michael goes and does like Survivor Man.
0: No, nope, it's a different one. Uh, because different one? yeah, it's a different one because that one is the fire uh, <laughs> when they play Desert Island. <laughs> oh, that's books. true.
1: That's true.
0: That's when Dwight is uh, trying to that win back Michael's affection. Oh, it's. Choice.
1: Survivor Man is also fantastic. I, oh, I like it when he like cuts the sleeves off. Oh, he cuts his pant legs <laughs> like an off. Hour, right an hour later. He's like, it's getting kind
0: of chilly out of <laughs> here. He
2: <laughs> tapes them back <laughs> on. Tapes them back off. Well, and oh, when he man. does it, Dwight's just looking at the camera, shaking his head. Like
0: <laughs> or when Dwight is looking through his rifle scope at Michael and <laughs> he's like <laughs> and he looks awesome back man. at the camera and he's like, it's on Safe. (laughs) Like, he clicks the safety on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, goddamn. Well, I am not drinking any beer this evening. I am uh, taking a dry week for some health reasons. Uh, I need to get my shit figured out because Brian has not been doing well, Mm. Uh, y'all. I have been trying to figure out what is going on with my esophagus. Um, Oh, no. I'm not having good times. I'm having a hard time uh, dealing with highly acidic beverages and highly or any carbonated beverages, really. Mm. So not a good time for the brine man. But, uh, but uh,
1: heartburn uh, sucks.
0: Well, this is a little bit more than heartburn. Um, oh, uh, it, it's we're we're going to specialists now, Frank. <laughs> we oh, okay. This is third trip to the GI doctor and uh, probably about to be first trip to an ENT so mm. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some shit hopefully figured out, and uh, hopefully the brine man will be back on the mints. Um, but until then, I'm gonna take it easy with the alcohol and the cigars for a bit. Um, but I am drinking uh, hop water tonight. Oh, they're great. Uh, they're it's sparkling hop water crafted with adaptogens and nootropics. Two words that.
1: I know those two words. Really, ask me. Ask me. Don't (laughs) they?
0: Don't mean anything. Uh, They they could mean everything and nothing at the same time. Nootropics. Uh, Oh shit. uh, Frank, this is you. You. I've heard you talk several times about this. It's got ashwagandha. Um,
1: Oh yeah, ashwagandha is one of those things where, um, you know, you've heard of the um, the tribal fires down in the Amazon.
0: Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So. Um, back in the day when they discovered these unfounded tribes, right, they would have big bonfires, and okay. it's, it's kind of a ritual bonfire. And uh, at the end of the night, um, you know, th- the fire would have burned out and everything turned to ash. Uh-huh. The next morning, these people would come out and, you know, the ash would be gone.
3: And Duh. everybody said
1: ashwagandaba. Gondaba." Nope. <laughs> Um, whatever it was and uh (laughs) so fucking close so close (laughs) uh yeah and since then you know they've been collecting this ash it's actually super rare so what that was probably what a ten dollar hop water
0: yeah ten dollars six-pack yeah
1: yeah it's the it's the ash Mm paganda well that uh is drives up the price the rest of it's not special but that Well, it's that's the ingredient. That's
0: what makes it. Makes it or breaks it, really. Ashwagandha. Uh, By the way, the only reason I'm pronouncing D-H-A is because the last three letters are D-H-A, and there's no way that you pronounce it that that way. No, that is the correct pronunciation, Brian. Well, they also have... As the person who
1: knows the backstory, I will guarantee you that that is the correct, respectable way to pronounce
0: it. I know the front story of L-theanine, which is a theanine. It's a thing oh it's so thing. it's not as exciting, not as not swelling. as a, yeah, it does it's okay. for mood and cognitive performance, and I know that for the can tells me so, okay,
1: yeah well, that sounds good yeah i I like hot water um it's tasty i've ha and the double zero beers out there, like we've said many times, there's lots of good ones out there, yep, definitely, definitely very tasty, so um I guess it should be catch up? What's everybody been doing? Month of July. Should we just hop right into content? What do we want to
0: do here? Oh, I hopped already into water. <laughs> oh, there we go. God damn. Uh, no, Solid. Frank. Why, right, well, why don't we just off? play
1: the outro? Actually, that's. I think that's what
0: the people oh. came for. Oh, you did come for the outro. Well, Cast I got over. a. Spe- I got a special outro for y'all tonight. Oh, so, sweet. Okay. Just something, a little teaser to look forward to. A
3: little
1: something, something. Listen mm-hmm. to the end. Don't skip ahead. Um. Well, I'll Jesus start with my story. You guys Christ. figure out what you want to talk about. Okay. I came. I came fully loaded tonight. And he came. He's he's I, on I, I hour three of his I blue had pill. I was like, man, I haven't been on this cast for damn near half my life, and I don't have content to talk about, and I'm really terrible at coming up with bullshit content. So, <laughs> um, so I, you know, happened to have to go to the passport office today because. Frank lost all three of our passports.
0: God damn it! That was what I was gonna ask. When you said you had to go to the passport office, the first thing came to mind was like, "Bro, wasn't he just there?" Yeah, like seven (laughs) months ago, you were at the passport office. What are they doing six month passport renewals (laughs) right now? What is this? No. So Frank,
1: Frank lost all three passports. Left in the baggage cart. Um, we were so tired. We got home at like one a.m. One time, super delayed, and brain fried. Just dumb mistake, okay. <laughs> Any case, passport's gone. Did that give you an ulcer? No, but I, I mean, I was looking, I turned this house over, I discovered some
0: sh- shit that I didn't even know I had. And then your social security cards that you thought you gave as subway coupons about three years ago? What? What, what could you have possibly found? <laughs> yeah, I, dude, funniest
1: funniest <laughs> shit is that commercial, the Lifelock dude, who then got s- his identity stolen. <laughs>
0: good <laughs> oh god
2: I mean like when you put it out oh stew my identity I fucking dare you yeah challenge accepted, obviously. <laughs>
0: they stole supreme court justices like credit card information lifelock guy doesn't stand a fucking chance no,
1: so in any case right beside the point I lost the passports um <laughs> looked everywhere for them. finally decided you know we need to go to Dominican middle of August it's time for new passports game over right so i'm like okay and i'm filling out documents and you know i took obviously the responsibility even though i did the first applications as well i was like well shit i lost them i better do them again so uh, we get an appointment for today and boy was it was it a it was like fate chose today is the day for frank to be in line, in the spot that I was at the passport office. Not because I look like a hero. I I mean, many people probably thought I was an asshole. Um, but because I stood by my principle. Now, let me tell you the story, okay? We leave here at 5 a.m., oh. drive to Houston, right? Get to Houston at 7.30. We go get some coffee, go stand in line at the passport office, get there about 8.15, 15. We're in line at the passport office. We're early, but I know you know, it's busy. There's normally a line. So you should get there about 30, 45 minutes before your appointment, and you might get to the window at your appointment time, right? Because I'm a veteran. This is my second time there in eight months.
0: <laughs> so- Thank you for your service, Frank.
3: <laughs> so- <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> at the U.S. Pass- passport office. So in any case... So I go, I go stand in line and, you know, we're having a great time and right around 8.35, this lady shows up with a stroller. Now, mind you, I have my kid with me as does the person right behind me. And down the line, there's probably about 15, 20 kids, right? So before I, before I go further, you got to remember the passport office is where you go to get a passport for your newborn. If you're a foreign born national, or if you have grandma or grandpa in a foreign country and you want to go show them your kid that you just had, you have to go to a U.S. passport office to get a passport for your newborn kid in a reasonable amount of time. Right? So that same day passport issuance or a day later. Right? So that's the majority of people visiting. Then you have people who have that, or they lost their passport. You have to go back for that. Or you have individuals who, you know, found out the country that they're traveling to needs a passport that's valid for at least eight months and theirs expires in four. Right. And that to them is an expired passport. So these are the situations that lanes you at the passport office, but by far
0: the most common one, hold up timeout. Like you just ran through those fucking scenarios. Like everybody knows that I learned three new fucking things right there. So you had plenty of time to read shit on the walls as you were, as well, you've been waiting. No,
1: no, no remember this is frank's second time i, I know that's months. what i'm saying thank you for so your service I've been on passport blogs and forums you, oh and like, my god this is why people do this et cetera et cetera you should just vlog i, I know your the passport if, you need a, if you need a passport renewal there is a trick to calling in at exactly 8 a.m eastern standard time to no sorry 7 a.m eastern standard time to where you can hang out in the menus OK, just repeat the menu, repeat the menu, repeat the menu. Then you have the atomic clock set on your on your <laughs> computer <laughs> that as soon as that clock gets to like 55 seconds, you go back to the menu and push the option for passports. By that time, it'll direct you through because 7 a.m. has hit and it, it puts you in queue. You'll be done making that appointment by 7:03.
0: Real quick, That's it. Frank is okay, going to start a fucking passport TikTok, and he, his first video is going to be, the one trick the U.S. government doesn't want you to know. Well, I'm telling you, that is the one trick on the passport hotline. To get an appointment
1: at a passport office, if you want it anywhere near your fucking house, you got to call at 6 a.m., you got to hang out in the menus, no, 555, uh, 5.55, hang out in the menus, and then flip over to the queue as soon as you can when the clock strikes seven or six o'clock central, seven Eastern. Okay, so beside the point, uh, you know, I'm driving to Houston, it's 5 a.m. I got like four hours, five hours of sleep. So I'm tired, but you know, whatever, go to the passport office. We get to the office. Like I said, there's a line and this lady decides to come in from the side. And she she was late to be where she was at in line. So she was budging, Right. But before she budges, she kind of looks up and down the line, sees it's very long, and then just stands there and decides this is her spot in line. And I, you know, being a principled person about fucking lines, especially at a government office, like, fuck it, lady. what Are you more important than everybody else in this line? So I stand there, and this dude in front of me and uh the other dude in front of me we've you know had just random like "Ah, man it's really hot outside whatever interaction and i just i kind of look at them and i'm like did she ask anybody if she could stand there and he's like no and you know the guy in front's like no she didn't ask me and she kind of hears this but nothing happens right and my wife's not with me she went to go get a uh a mask so My wife gets back to the line and I go, Hun, uh, can you believe this lady? Like, she didn't ask at all. And she's just like budging in front of 60 people. How rude is that? And at that point, my wife's like, Okay, well, let me just go ask her. You know, maybe she doesn't know. And she walks up to her and she's like, Hey, um, there's like 70 people in line and the back of the line is over there. And the lady, I, I don't know what she said, but she doesn't move right so at this point i'm i'm annoyed and i'm like talking to christina and talking to these guys but i'm like you know i'm i'm being loud but just to kind of you know make sure she understands what ridiculous frank is. you were being loud well no it's not it, it was not my normal loudness i was being i was being i was making sure she could hear me you were but i was not making a scene you
0: were projecting to her i was projecting so she could there hear it is okay so
1: i go i go man that's a jerk move like just a budge in front of that many people and everybody else has kids in line as well and you know clearly annoyed at what is transpiring here and we had already told her the line is in the back so then this lady turns and she goes if you were in my situation you would understand and I go, ma'am, we have a baby. And as a matter of fact, I was here with an eight-week-old baby last time. I understand your situation. I go, that the baby doesn't change. I go, there are 60 babies in line here. Like, that is not a situation. And she goes, well, thank you for your kindness. And I go, you're not welcome. <laughs> That's when Frank loses it. Because Burn. if you're going to stand there, <laughs> if you're going to stand there, and pretend as though what you're doing is okay. And then come back at me after I just explained to you the situation and not go, oh yeah, you know, that's kind of unfair. I should have thought about that. Um, Well, I forgot. First off, she lied. She said, you know, these people, I asked these people if I could stand there. And I go, no, you didn't. I asked them. And then they both said, yeah, no, you didn't. So then she was really embarrassed, right? And then um, I tell her the whole bit about like, you know, I understand your situation, but it still doesn't warrant budging in front of 60 people. Then she just doesn't even talk about what I just said. She goes straight to uh, thank you for your kindness. And that just, that that sent me from like about a five anger to like a 15 out of 10. Cause that is just petty Mm -hmm. and like disrespectful as fuck. You know, I was like, what are you, what are you on about? So then I start like, you're 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 not welcome i didn't i'm i'm not letting like i am not (laughs) the principle principle of you going
0: you're not welcome i you will not get the welcome from me ma'am no no well because i was i was keeping i wasn't gonna cuss her out right that wasn't what i was there for
1: there's kids all around so she goes Thank you, And then she just goes, thank you for your kindness. And I go, ma'am, I don't think you understand this. You are not welcome. I am not extending any...
2: Uh-oh.
0: Oh, the lady cut Frank's Ethernet cord. <laughs> You're going in front of all oh, we, of these people. Frank, Frank, you broke up for a while. Uh, I think the lady is after you. She followed you home. She's got like a oh, magnet you, against your you, router. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, fucking something. You're not welcome. I am not extending... Oh, yeah. So I was like, You're not welcome. I'm not
1: extending any kindness towards you. Yeah. I don't want you standing there. (laughs) You're budging in front of me and 60 other people. And she goes, Man, you're really direct. And I was like, Yeah, (laughs) I am.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick. Woke up at like fucking four o'clock this morning in Austin. (laughs) Uh, I'm here now. So So then,
1: (laughs) then she looks at my wife and then she goes, As a mother, you should understand. And she goes, ma'am, I've been here with a baby before. And you know what? You see all the other strollers behind me, right? And she was like, this lady thought she was going to, like, have one over on my wife. And my wife was going to be like, calm down. It's okay. Whatever. I got to be real.
0: Mrs. Frank is not the one to fucking (laughs) win over in a situation like this. No. And, 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 you know, like, yes,
1: I was... I was being a jerk, right? But uh, you were it, being you were being an eight a.m. You were being an eight thirty jerk. Okay. Yes. There was no cussing. Yeah. There was no cussing. I wasn't cussing her out. I was being pedantic and and you know Minnesota nice, if t- you will, telling her I'm you're not welcome, right? Yeah, that's rude, but whatever. So in any case, she moves to the back of the line, right? I'm like, oh, saga's over. Little did I know the passport office. Was not the primary bill of duty for the day. It was oh. the fucking federal court. <laughs> so the passport <laughs> office was not that busy. <laughs>
3: <Okay>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was this person <laughs> in line for? <laughs> <laughs> so Frank gets to the top <laughs> of the list at the passport office. You know they check my documents. I'm like, oh, man, there's gonna be so many people in there that ladies, not even, it's not, even, it's not even gonna, we're not, we're not even gonna know we're here. <laughs> So I like, I get to the front, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that was kind of empty today. <laughs> For every five people I see coming in, only like two were going to the passport office. I, I don't know if it was like adoption day or something, but they're in federal court, right? Like 10 floors above us. <laughs> and that, seems, that docket must be a mile long. <laughs> There is the 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 two for one trade off I thought that was going to happen here is certainly happening in a much higher ratio against the passport office. So in any case, this lady makes it to the top. And, you know, she's fuming like I could hear her, you know, talking and and every once in a while she'll say, like, "asshole." (laughs) and and, you know she's she's mad but she gets to the top of the you know it's the front of her line which it's it's a it's like a cattle corral right so she there's a line you get your documents checked and then you get sent to another line to then wait for your passport appointment and she gets to the front of the document check line and she doesn't have one document so she's got to go back to her car and you know, this set her on another station. She was like, she was like mad, but now she's like fucking done with this shit.
0: It's like someone just told her, thank her for her kindness. <laughs> yeah, and then I said, "You're not welcome." Yeah. Um, so, so she, she,
1: <laughs> she gets finally gets in line, and you know, her baby starts crying, which I'm sure didn't help the situation at all. Um, so she's she's at you know, her mom's there with her and trying to take care of the baby, but eventually. You know, you're supposed to have one person in line, and then if there is someone to take care of the kid, they should sit with the kid, right? Eventually, the security guys like, just sit with the kid. Like, if it shuts the kid up, just sit with the kid. So before it was just the mom and the kid, I get called up to go do our passports. So our passport window is, I don't know, maybe 10 feet away from where the mom and the kid are sitting. Okay, or the the, the grandma and the kid. And unbeknownst to me, the mom gets told to come sit right behind us, right? Like maybe about five, ten feet away from us. And we're almost done with the passport, you know, at this point. And I'm still hearing this lady mumbling. And I I decided, like, I'm going to start kind of listening to what she's saying. And all she's doing is, like, mumbling insults. But they are, she goes, asshole jackass jerk fat ass <laughs> and that's what she's doing like that's all she's doing and and i'm sitting there i'm like you've had an hour to come to terms with what has happened here and you still think in some capacity what you've done was a fair towards everybody behind you b should have just been allowed to happen and c The fact that you were called out for it sure you're embarrassed you could be you could be embarrassed about it i don't have a problem with that i would be but you still think there was something wrong with someone calling you out for it like and you're
0: mad at me
1: right big mad.
0: she was big mad big
1: big mad so she she's like waiting for me to turn around but at this point i'm having fun with my kid my passport's getting done whatever you know (laughs)
0: And <laughs> I am passport rich. I'm just bathing in passports. I'm like Scrooge McDuck. Like,
1: man, we're finally, at the end of the line, I can see the passport. And she, uh, you know, we're done. We're signing everything, paying the ridiculous amount of money it costs to get a passport. And
2: uh, you know, it costs a standard amount if you're not last minute.
1: Yeah, I mean, last minute you pay sixty bucks extra per passport, but it's still one hundred and twenty dollars for a document. That's quite a bit.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. If you uh, have lost yours. Yes.
1: (laughs) So in any case, yeah, to only pay it once every 10 years is not a problem. Don't do it twice. Um, Don't do it twice in six months. (laughs) In any case, you know, we're done. Our passports are filed and uh, like we both turn around uh, during this whole exchange, but not the exchange, the lady like cussing us out. I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, that lady who got mad, who budged in line and then got mad, is right behind us and she is cussing me out, like constantly calling me names. And my wife looks at me and she goes, Oh, really? Da, da, da. And I'm like, Yes. Yeah. So when we turn around, just walk, like just ignore her, just walk, let her have her little entertainment session, Tourette's breakdown. So she, we turn around, I grab the, The stroller and my wife and my kid are in front of me right and the last thing the last insult she throws out is ugly
2: oh my god watch your profanity watch your (laughs) profanity
0: (laughs) Uh, that that whole saga yeah (laughs) ended with her going ugly (laughs) i think if i had been there i would have died laughing (laughs) <laughs> that would have been the no i as soon as i heard
1: that i could Did you hear what you just said and then yeah we chuckled about it on the way out but yeah man that was a saga at the passport office it it was as like i know i know there's probably for every you know three people who are like yeah you know thanks for calling her out for budging or maybe it's every one person and three people thought i was a jerk It's the principle of the matter is there was a line. She looked at it, decided she was better than the line, even with all the babies in it. Then when she got called out for that, she started being fake, nice and like, you know, petty about it. And I don't know. A line's a line. If you want to get to the front of the line and you want to skip people, go to the back and start asking and move your way up. See how far you get. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not fair to put, especially now that I have a kid, it's like you're using your kid as some sort of fucking VIP fast pass well, at a also, place. Fuck like you.
0: What example are you setting for your fucking kid and every other kid in that goddamn line? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you don't have to wait in line. You can just go stand wherever you want. There are no rules. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know. Well, it was definitely an 830 experience that I was like, I'm not dying. I Well, I am dying on this hill. Like, this is ridiculous. I am not letting this lady.
0: I am.
2: This, I am this is the hill.
0: I've yeah. already fucking dug a hole, assholes. Let's do this. At the passport agency, this is the hill I'm dying on. There's no doubt. Well, you've <laughs> been there enough times. You've basically claimed residency on that hill.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, I've been through those
0: metal detectors
1: four times.
0: How is it? Do you guys get like a tax break for funding uh, like the, oh, yeah, the, the Passport t- actually Office? Actually, the, the, the Passport Office
1: in Houston sends us Christmas cards now. <laughs> Should. <laughs> <And they're> so-
0: <laughs> Congratulations, Frank. Uh, you're one of one person who we've seen three times this year. Congratulations. <laughs> really good <laughs> you seeing you again. Bet. Oh, VIP, please come on through. They have a velvet rope that only Frank knows about, and he just walks on back to the Sky Lounge at the fucking Passport Office.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) sir right this way (laughs) come spend 700 more dollars
0: give him the gold stamp please gold stamp (laughs) club only holy shit! yeah
1: man that was but uh, that was funny i honestly like uh, at the time i was angry and then once i got upstairs i was like what a jerk like just (laughs) like i i know i wasn't I didn't come across as a nice person, right? I was also an asshole in the moment. But there so at some point you're like, that's just a bigger asshole. You know, like you budget in front of 70, 60, 70 people and you saw babies back there. What do you, what are you thinking? Like at that point, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know, like you're not. You're not thinking. You're just being self-centered, bitch. And for that, I'm not really. I don't know if I ruined your experience with passport office. Good luck. <laughs> don't come again. I got to be honest. If, you're she's, not what?
0: if she's a listener of this podcast, I, what are the odds?
1: <laughs> what are the odds?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe this is like
1: six degrees of Kevin Bacon, and Jay somehow knows her. <laughs> and nah, she. Well,
0: Jay it's did like, go I'm to. Like, you're
1: the asshole. My aunt, whatever, talked about. Nah,
0: Jay did go to OU, so he was in contact, close contact, um, with a bunch of assholes. Bunch of so. self centered jerks at OU. Yeah. yeah. I can this is yeah, this is some OU behavior. It very OU, I mean, honestly, it's kinda of U T behavior as well. Rice behavior, some would say. Um SMU type behavior. Who has an alpha rice? I mean,
2: like, fuck
0: I mean, they're private school. TCU behavior, same, we same, don't think same. About that. We don't think. well, he's in he was in Houston, so I was trying to keep it local. Local on the eights. You know how that goes. Frank knows on sorry. Oh, Brian. I apologize, like just I, my wife just I was, uh, she was thanking you for your valor that you displayed this morning. It's fine. Oh, no, no, no. And we were talking about it. And then she goes, you know, but you could have been less of an
1: asshole. And I go, nah, Hun, it was eight 30 in the morning. A B once she was fake. Nice. Nah, all bets are off. Like no. there are two things you can be in this world. You can be an asshole and just be an asshole and own it. Or you can apologize but being fake nice is just being an asshole and not owning any of the consequences. Like, I'm sorry, I. I, I th- when she did that, I would've been less angry if the person just said, I don't really care, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> and I would've been like, well, fair, I mean, I'm not gonna fight you for the spot in line. You know, like,
2: yeah.
1: but if you don't own it at that level- <laughs> Well, you know, I don't know,
2: Frank, you, I
0: thought you were gonna die on this wine. hill. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I thought you were gonna die on this hill, blood in, blood out, asshole. Let's do this. I mean, I,
1: I need a passport, Brian. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sacrificing my travel plans for some dumb bitch with a fucking that
0: Frank, okay? Frank is now on a no-fly list because he punched some blonde lady in a fucking <laughs> yeah. Houston it's passport like, office. We don't even want you in TSA anymore.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about line principles, right? Oh no, no. Uh, we we
0: we've covered line if, principles. If you're
1: if if you're looking to get in line, right, are you a, I start at the back and work my way up person, or are you a, I ask like three people around the person if it's okay, and then I
0: I check in right there? No, no, it's a fucking line, okay. just get at the goddamn back, and even when you it. think it, you're at the back, ask somebody, is this the back of the fucking line? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that asshole either who's like, oh, now there's a T in the line, and I've started the T because I didn't see... Now- that there is a fucking line around the corner, which I've done that's that. That's the before. reason. That's
1: the reason I'm asking because at Saint Elmo, I've had two line budgets this week. <laughs> okay, at Saint oh, Elmo
2: <laughs>
1: I on Saturday, and I wasn't rude about it because I mean is we're waiting for beer. At some point, we were all very happy, and the line isn't that long. Um, at Saint Elmo, uh, no, it was last Thursday. We're waiting in line. Um, I'm waiting in line for some beer. And the line's kind of long. It's wrapping around on the inside. And this girl, who didn't even look up, opened the door. She's looking at her phone and she just like gets in what she thinks is the light. I don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know. But all of a sudden, her coworker comes up and, you know, he, he's about five minutes later, but not that much later. He comes up and he's like, he asked me, is this the back of the line or no, he said, are you in line? And I go, yeah, I'm in line. And he goes, oh, well, how did she, how did uh, she get here? And, and she goes, yeah, get in the back of the line, bitch. And I go, no, no, sorry. I think he said, is she in line? And I said, uh, and she says, yeah, get in the back of the line, bitch. And I go, well, actually she's not, she just, walked through the door and she looked at her phone and didn't know that that was not the back of the line. (laughs) And and she goes, she goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Moose to the back. Right. Now, immediate, immediately. Right. Apologizes, understands her fault, understands line principles, moves to the back. No confrontation. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, it's not a worry. We'll get beer. You know, Uh, it's just not the back of the line. Other lady that could have been her result. Frank wasn't going to, you know, throw her under the bus like i did if she just said oh i didn't know this was the, this was not the back of the line do you guys mind if i stand here i've got a baby it's really hot out you know and at that point i would have probably still been like well you know i, I don't mind if you stand Move. there but there are plenty of babies <laughs> in here you know there are plenty of babies um like it, it, the passport office is like standing in line at a fucking baby's rs to check out it, 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 the baby just is not the excuse it just cannot be the excuse Right. Like we're, we all have the same fucking valuable piece of package here. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah. St. Elmo and the passport agency. Man, It's been a week for line etiquette. What a week. <laughs> what a week. I've never I, I, I I'm out of here defending this on my own.
0: Frank, I can't eat, I haven't stood in a line in like a month. Like I don't know how you get caught in two in three days or whatever. Well, the passport agency was an auto line. Well, Saint yeah, no, no, uh, fucking...
1: Emily. yeah. It's not normally that busy. It was it was kind of an odd odd scenario there. Uh well,
0: yeah, um, one line that I hope I don't have to stand in, uh that I just got confirmation for is uh I got the confirmation to build my hand built lightsaber at Disney when I go at the end of September. Ooh. So um I have my spot reserved. At Savi's workshop in Galaxy's Edge, so and I will be building my custom lightsaber. And there's no line. Well, I have a reserve spot, so okay. I just come in. They give me, they yeah, they let me know what time of day to co- to show up, and I show up 15 minutes early, and my spot is there.
1: So you're at least in a 15 minute line.
0: No, I mean not. I, I mean yeah, I, I sure yeah, a 15 minute line, which I feel like. Uh, After four days at four days in Disney, I like. I don't want to know how how long I will have spent in lines, but it'll probably. You
1: think inflation is a thing? Wait until you hear of Disney inflation.
0: (laughs) Uh yeah, well it's not. Well we're not even going to talk about Disney budgeting because it's it'll make everybody (laughs) fucking throw up. It 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 makes me ill right now and. Well, it's okay. It's once in a lifetime, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. That's. What I was told when I went to Disney and then my wife is like, oh, been to Disney like eight times. was like, well, that is really fortunate for you. So yeah,
1: you are one lucky camper.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian got to go once and it was with like fucking nearly 60 year old parents and they did not give a fuck. Uh like oh sorry, there's a line there? Go fuck yourself. We're not standing in that. Let's go over here to this dumb shit. <laughs> hey, let's watch these fucking puppets jerk around on stage to a song that's sixty years old.
2: Oh that puppet's got no, wait, wait, wait. that puppet's how got blackface on. Go to, that's
0: normal.
1: How many times did he go to the the hall of presidents?
0: Oh my god. At <laughs> least three five times? at least three because as my mom put it, there's air conditioning inside. We're gonna go to that one. Do you like I can't You understand that this is a swamp. <laughs> yeah. It's Central Florida. Imagine that. It's humid. Yeah. Oh no. If
1: you wanted air conditioning. This is the last place I was. let's go to Bush Gardens in Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> you know where we, we we got I got really lucky when I went and they were like my my parents were like, Well what's stay on property? And I was like, Hell yeah. The All-Star Sports like hotel had just been built, you know, the one with the giant baseball bat and shit that was I built mean- in like ninety-five. <laughs> And, like, the ESPN Boardwalk. Do y'all remember the ESPN Boardwalk oh, yeah. in Orlando? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was sick. Like, the Hard Rock had just opened, and fucking Planet Hollywood was a thing. And that had just It opened. turned
1: into CityWalk, Universal City, City Walk. Walk. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like all that shit was, like, brand spanking new. Oh, yeah, dude. And my mom was like, which one of these hotel resorts do you want to stay at? And I was like, all-star. She's like, it's too expensive. I was like, okay, I don't know, <laughs> fucking uh Port Orleans, that sounds something like that's a fucking 9-year-old would really enjoy. Great, great hotel. My mom was like, yeah, that that seems relaxing and nice. And uh that's where we stayed. And um when I tell you the most upset that I was was when I stepped on a piece of shrapnel that my dad had pushed out of his body. Uh,
1: oh, god, right dad? <laughs> and then, Hey, goes, welcome to the Port Orleans. <laughs> Jesus No
0: so I was I was like on the I was like nine years old Okay Let me just Let me just paint a picture Let me paint a picture Of my time every Let me Let me paint a picture Of my fucking Orlando experience TWA flight 800 Had just crashed Oh <laughs> Alright Fun, <laughs> it's not funny, but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over the TV. My dad was using that as an excuse to stay inside and not fucking go to any of the parks. He's like, "We got to find out what happened to this plane." We like, shut up. You don't care about what the fuck happened to this plane. <laughs> so he's We're Lockerbie bombing, and now this. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> He's like, "Fucking
1: Timothy McVeigh is still." Dad, there's dad, a trial. This together way too much. Yeah,
0: no, this whole world's going to shit. So. wait
1: until it happens in six
0: years (laughs) spoiler alert Um,
1: planes can do a lot more than just crash
0: (laughs) so that's on the TV I am playing with an IndyCar Hot Wheel on on the Port Orleans carpet because it is very smooth. Got a good rolling, L- hey, low resistance. But the Port resistance. Orleans is
1: like a four star Disney hotel. It's, it's legit hotel. It's fucking
0: cow. nice, and it was brand new at the time, and it was really cheap because it wasn't like kid friendly or quote unquote yeah. kid friendly. But it's definitely
1: not a place you'd toss shrapnel on the floor. My but, yeah.
0: portly ass really liked pasta at the time, and guess Ooh. what? They they were lousy with Alfredo sauce at Port Orleans, <laughs> and it was just Mwah. it was delicious. Anyway. So I'm playing with a Hot Wheel on the carpet, and I put my hand down, and I go, oh, my, ow, ow, and just start screaming because, I don't know, I feel like the, like, I don't know, the AIDS needle that was stuck in the carpet, uh, you know, stuck uh, in yeah, my hand. You were,
1: that was part right during the AIDS scare, too. Also yeah.
0: during that time, right? Like, when you sit down in a movie theater and you felt something poke you in the butt and you look over and you're like, welcome to AIDS, and you now yeah. that's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's anyway, how it happens. So I thought, I'm, I was like, I'm infected. This is how it. This is how it goes down. I look, and there's this jagged ass. Like it's about like uh, about half inch long, maybe maybe like oh, three eighths inches long. Piece of jagged sharp ass metal. And I go, oh my god, what is that? My dad goes, oh shit, yeah, give me that. Takes it from me. He goes, yeah, I pushed it. It, it fell out last night, and I, I thought I put it up here on the on the nightstand <laughs> in the. Oh. Ashtray that's on the nightstand oh. because it's one of those hotels. Damn,
2: dude. So does he still get that?
0: Uh that was honestly uh that was the last one I saw. I know he's had a couple more push out in the two thousands. But yeah, no. he goes, Ah, you got stuck with some French metal there. I go, What? And he's like, Yeah, what? it's a French Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's a French mine from the sixties. <laughs> I was like, he's What a... the
3: fuck? Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was my uh, Disney experience, and then uh, half the shit that's at Disney now wasn't there. Um, there's an entire theme park that's there now that wasn't there when I was there last. Uh, actually, that's from
2: a bad ace of your dad. Let's be real.
0: Yeah, I mean, he really could have policed his he could have policed his uh, shrapnel a little bit better, but that's fine. You know, I guess.
2: Uh,
0: uh, my so the look on my mom's face was. Absolute disappointment in everybody involved. Like the same way that Frank was laughing at a funny, ha 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 ha. She was like almost crying that uh, her oh. family was this white trash, and her son fucking got impaled by some nineteen sixties French landmine hey, shrapnel. Yeah,
1: let, let's be let's be real though. Uh, if the if the the carpet was that new, uh-huh. you probably had the same risk of those stupid carpet nails. Oh, those tacks, yeah. Oh, my God. And they're always at the edge, Oof. right? Mm-hmm. And you, technically, you're supposed to use, uh, like, a, a, a piece of cord around to hide them. Mm. But half these places were too cheap, and they would just, like, put baseboard down and then put the carpet right up against it. Oh, yeah. God. you remember that, villain? The townhome we lived in?
2: Oh, yeah. Those were...
1: How trash. many times you would just step on a fucking rusty carpet nail? <laughs> yeah, it's making my feet hurt thinking about that. Yeah, shit. dude, it's, carpet sucks. Um, in any case,
0: so uh, did you at least get to ride Space Mountain? No, I didn't ride Space Mountain. My oh, mom, God, my mom, my mom didn't do two things. Uh, she didn't know how to swim, so pools weren't really <laughs> a water thing. Park. No water parks and no swim pools, no nothing fun. Uh a lot of flume. Ro- pfft, No, roller coasters anything high? Pfft, absolutely not. The scariest thing that my mom has ever done. And mind you, uh, I couldn't ride anything by myself because apparently I was going to get fucking kidnapped or some shit, I don't know. Oh
1: yeah, that was back during the John Benade.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to get John Benade. It was the big fear. Was I was going to show up ride, dead ride in a basement.
1: driving <laughs> to Disney during a convergence of all of the OJs, all of the Benets, the all of the CWAs. Planes were falling <laughs> he, out of the sky. His dad, his dad would have rather just been watching CNN that just came out in 1987 or 92 or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. Like the time that he turned off Captain Planet and told me to stop watching that liberal bullshit and turned it over to CNN. <laughs> <laughs> this Larry King
1: left. guy is great, <laughs> he's a straight shooter. He's talking shooter. about
0: garlic i think it's pretty good it's gonna keep off vampires and keep them from having a heart attack <laughs> oh anyway oh uh man, yeah. yeah
1: well that's a terrible time to go brian i mean everything you wanted to do they just uh you know john bonnet yeah you know it was
2: twa
0: <laughs> yeah Ooh, that gets a little high off the ground we don't want that thing to end up in the atlantic ocean well it's on a track so we don't have to worry about it that dumbo ride looks a little too far out there
1: and you never, you never know when Gaddafi's is going to have a uh, missile
0: strike the roller coaster on the way up. I heard, you know, I heard Fidel Castro is getting a little trigger happy over there. You might fire off some AK rounds that might arc over. Yeah. You know, hey, you know Miami is only 90 miles away from Cuba, <laughs> and Miami is a good six-hour drive from Orlando.
1: Yeah, but you don't know that. It could just uh, we're in Florida, Brian. Florida's the size of the Eastwood Mall. You can practically stand there. how close we are to communism right now.
0: <laughs> my dad—that that explains why my dad got out of the car to fill up with gas in Orlando. and was like, and I was like communism around here. <laughs> There's a strong south, a strong wind out of the south. I smell communism. Is uh, that shit? Nope. That's
1: Man. that's Florida shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually just kind of what Orlando smells like.
0: Oh, fuck. Bill, um, what have you been up fine. to? We've gone through Frank's line line scandal. I um, went through my horrific... Well, not horrific. wasn't like I got fucking touched in Disney or anything like that, but my subpar uh, Disney experience. Well, Brian,
1: you- I, just before we move on, mm-hmm. Space Mountain's going to change your life. It's fucking great.
0: Okay. I'll let you know. It's I'll a, let you know my review. You know what? But I'm gonna hold back any judgment till I write it myself. Then I'll let you know if I agree, or disagree.
1: And then also, Goofy's Red Barn roller coaster is great too. They actually that
0: shut is. that down because Goofy, Goofy did touch a kid. And um, <laughs> did
1: they shut it down? They didn't shut
0: it I don't down. Fucking no. <laughs> Goofy's
1: the, the the one where the Goofy ride goes through the Red Barn is fantastic. Okay. It's a great. Co- especially for kids i had a great time on it
0: <laughs> well i hope i enjoy a kid's roller coaster as much as nine-year-old you know, frank
1: did <laughs> it's, it's rated as a really good roller coaster at disney it is right. it's just not extreme it's but it's fun
2: yeah scared the shit out of me as a kid so yeah.
1: I just, yeah.
0: i just pictured the scariest roller coaster that these two ever went on involved fucking cheap carpet and carpet tax <laughs> like, no, it's, it's,
1: called, <laughs> it's called barnstormer <laughs> just
0: waiting it's in line waiting in line there's just different carpets <laughs> just butted up against each other and they're like go ahead take a step forward
2: i don't want
0: to <laughs> take a step forward and it's all set up on my
1: dad so it's portable yeah, oh yeah <laughs> this is how we walk through disney and our family to get our feet calloused really over tough. so we could go back home and not complain. of us carpet up. Tags. God, <laughs> every house you lived in outside of the fancy house had a carpet tack problem.
0: Now, was the fancy house the house that you drove the car into? No. Okay. You did drive the car into a one, one of the homes. House, but it wasn't. Yeah, was a I,
2: lifetime, Brian. Okay. Was, yeah. <laughs> you remember how we,
1: <laughs> I fixed it? <laughs> I just knocked the 2 by 4s back and put <laughs> Drywall on. I don't know. That fucking top floor could have fell down <laughs> already. Like, we should probably just. Like, There's severe issues just in this crawl
0: space. Look at the crack in that two by four. Just like, Google Minneapolis like home disasters and see if any of them match up.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, man, I mean, it was a solid. I don't know. Audi A6. <laughs> Audi size hole in the fucking garage wall. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. That was funny. And then Villain drove a Mercedes into a tree, backing it up when he was like
0: three. Oh, good Uh, for you. Whom's Among Us hasn't crashed a Mercedes?
1: Yeah. That was pretty funny, though. Dad dad was uh, taking a shower. Villain was playing. We were headed to church. Villain was playing with the controls of the car. Razan was in the front, and I was in the back. And Razan goes, Villain, don't play with the the gears and Bill I'm sitting like playing with the car and then he puts the car in neutral nah. and all of a sudden it starts rolling and Razon and I are out <laughs> <laughs> we jump out of that bitch. And we, we like Razon is on the the right the right side of the car. No the left side of the car and I'm on the left back side. And <laughs> My mom, my parents always, when we played outside, they would keep, you know, the hallway and the kitchen window cracked so they could hear us. So the <laughs> hallway window cracked and all of a sudden we're both yelling and I get to the window and I go, Dad, Willem's driving the car. <laughs> and my dad. he
2: would have just trusted me.
1: <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad has zero. Like he just came out of the shower, right? He has no clothes on. <laughs> But uh, he hadn't even dried himself. He just throws clothes on, soaking wet, right? (laughs) Runs out. I'm surprised he didn't eat it on the tile floor because I could not walk on those tile floors when they were wet. They were terracotta, just fucking slippery nightmare. In any case, runs out, runs, and as he runs, he, like, gets to the car. It's just a slow roll, right? Like, he gets to the car right before it hits the tree. Like pulls the car door open, pulls Willem out, and as soon as he pulls Willem out it hits the tree. (laughs) (laughs) He Gives him a swift slap on the ass. (laughs) Willem Willem cries and runs to my grandma's. (laughs) And my grandma's hearing all this shit happening, right? So she's like out, like almost on the driveway, and she goes, are you hitting my grandkids? <laughs> and my dad goes, he just drove the fucking car into the tree. <laughs> and she goes, I don't care. You don't hit my grandkids. <laughs> so other we went over to her house for like an hour.
0: <laughs> it was oh, it was so funny. So wait, the the car wasn't running, was it? You just, I'm I'm guessing this is like a manual it's shift uh, car. It's manual, yeah. yeah. So the it's manual. parking
2: brake wasn't engaged. It was in gear. I put it out of gear and it started rolling. And it
0: started down. rolling. <laughs> The engine wasn't even running, so not like <laughs> driving is a very loose term. It was being thrown around f- flagrantly, yeah. one might say.
1: Well, I mean, he—he, he, he, this is the thing, right? Willem loved cars when he was little. Always so has, like,
0: always he knew, has.
1: <laughs> he knew how to like. <laughs> my dad would let him drive on his lap. Yeah. So he wasn't not understanding how to control the car, but he he did one of these. Mm-hmm. You know. oh he and looked Kendall over Hill, his shoulder he back.
0: yeah oh. he was
1: looking back as he was backing up into the fucking tree <laughs> <just gonna laughs> I was gonna
2: save it I was so gonna save it, it.
0: Yeah. he couldn't even he reach the brake couldn't break. reach the pedals he was probably standing up in the front seat too like fucking <laughs> yeah, man.
1: It, it one of my funniest most vivid memories as a kid was that shit that shit was just so I, let's funny. just
0: address you tattletailing ass. Like, so, no, I, I mean, mom, I dad, Billum's like, driving. Billum's
1: trying
0: to save the car. Yeah, <laughs> <I thought>
1: the <laughs> car fucking capitalist running. pig. You just <laughs> no idea what's going on. I thought Billum was about to like fucking plow through a tree and die. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, no, it was kind of like Billum <laughs> tapped the tree yeah. and. <laughs> I was gonna somehow say, got it
0: into gear. Did it even like dent anything? Did it cause any damage to this car?
1: It dented the middle. It, it's one of those steel bumpers. I was gonna so say, I'm, I'm guessing it's like a steel
0: bumper. or chrome bumper on like an older.
1: It wasn't. It was painted to match.
0: Oh, ooh, one of those. It was classy. an E,
1: an E. I think it was like a '94 E350.
0: Okay, that so was it's the,
1: it's an old school one, but it's it's like mid '90s
0: chic Mercedes. They they were cool. It was an African Mercedes, though. So that shit was wow. f- Probably all fucking steel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because, it was all.
1: It was all steel. Because but it was painted. It was ba- back then. The bumpers were painted to match.
0: Well, yeah, because that was right in the states. They started making them put those like crumple bumpers on mm. for safety sake. So the uh, oh, he sent me a fucking link to this Mercedes. Uh, the. Oh, that's, that's really fucking nice. Yeah, I know. I'd be pissed off if Willem crashed that into a tree, too. That's the one Willem crashed into I, a tree. Fuck, Willem, I want to like, hit you. It was fine. Like I want to hit you. It
2: was less I'll, worse than being rear-ended. Nothing happened to the car. I like how <laughs> no, your no, dead it, it a, superhero
0: a, scooped a, a, you out crap. of the car. Willem's correct.
1: Willem's correct. It, it's just, I think at that moment, you know, it could have been so much worse. I mean... Everybody's like, "What?"
2: The Always f-? really good to react emotionally right in the moment. <laughs> or like whatever emotion comes first.
0: <laughs> Don't well, think, only react. <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: But yeah, that was that was uh, definitely. So lesson oh, lesson I, that I, I even know how we got on that topic. That lesson
0: that crazy. I learned is that if you're out trying to have fun, don't let fucking narc Frank hang out with you. Nah.
1: he's going. <laughs> yeah, don't to try, try to punch
0: lines in front of me. Don't try to yeah. back up
1: cars in front of me. Don't that to, lady
0: might have been yeah. onto something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't try to get beer before I can get a chance. Also, you <laughs>
0: you used a term a couple times. I, I don't. This might be a regional thing that I'm just learning. Do y'all not use the term "cutting cut in line" or "cutting line"? Yeah,
1: we do, but budging I is. Minis- budging just
0: sounds. like every time you said "budged in line," I just picture somebody like hip checking their way into fucking line, like. Mm, uh, uh.
1: Budging, budging. I think is like a North thing. They mm. say it in Boston too.
0: Yeah.
1: But cut in line, yeah. I say both. Mm.
0: I don't have a... it took me but a
1: second to translate. Is just what we refer to it as in high school and elementary school and like, mm.
0: like, mm. Bumping in I think line. Minnesota? Is that what you called yeah. oh, it? don't do that. Minnetonka.
2: Don't do that. What's
0: what's Minnetonka, the land of the falling two story uh <laughs> falling two story homes from the oh, late nineties? Yeah. No
1: if you ever moved into uh what was it, One nine
0: six seven
1: full Creek Lane in ah. Eden Prairie, the townhouses, Regency Park Townhomes. Two nine
2: six Creek Lane. Was, was it? No, I
1: thought that was the address at Cedar Park, Cedar but any it was also Creek Lane um, First row house town home. What what town what town is that? Eden Prairie, Minnesota if you moved in there and your uh, First level subfloor Has a big old crack in it. You might want to check call the, me and I will Which <laughs> in the crawl space check in the crawl space You'll find on either side of the door three or four. can't remember. I think it was three, two by fours snapped in half.
0: Wait, what was the what was the
1: street number? Uh, something Creek Lane. Uh, I think it was one nine six seven. I want to say it was one nine six seven, Creek Lane, uh, Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I think that was it.
0: Well, that's an intersection. <laughs> No, it's okay. I'll find. I'll find it in a second. I'll uh, get the exact you know what, address. We want,
1: be, we want to be accurate. Well, on this I'm
0: point, just yeah. seeing if there's a fucking like a, a hellacious hole uh, in the ground where the house used to be. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. It's probably man. I didn't even think about that. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. They had to tear no, it down
0: like Ted Bundy's
1: house. <laughs> it probably should be. <laughs> most likely, I would imagine if they want to be safe about it. Well. Google Maps um, apparently. Yeah, I'll, that, listen. I'll do a bit of research. I'll get you the exact address. I, we, we want to be always be accurate here um, at Nobody Left Behind. We are anything but fake news.
0: I don't think they. I don't think Google Maps drove into that neighborhood. It drove oh. right up to Creek Lane where it intersects with. Yeah, I just want to be sure it's
1: the same spot. So yeah, let Detroit. me let me do some research. I will. Uh, I'll get
0: back to y'all in just a second. All right. Well. Willem, how has your world been?
2: Uh, It's been all right. My dog just had some knee surgery. She's recovering from. Good. Uh, But she's doing well. I think I'm a little worried about how long that's going to take. It's like a 12-week process. But Uh. outside of that, can't complain. Going along. Pregnancy going well. Yeah.
0: My pregnancy. Yeah, that's that was the confusing part for me. Uh, <laughs> was figuring out exactly how to navigate that statement. <laughs> like, uh, pregnancy is going great. Um, a little morning sickness, but you know what? I'm going to get through it. <laughs> no big deal.
1: Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, but, <laughs> that is good. You
2: know, knocking on
1: working. Yeah. Uh, knocking on heaven's door.
2: No. Work's been pretty quiet. Which is nice.
0: Yeah, what's that like? How the fuck did you pull that off? Jesus. Well, I just kind of like... fly under the radar? (laughs) Dude, I worked my ass off for four years, I'm
2: not going to lie, so... Fuck, I finally have a little bit of quiet time at least. Yeah. And then once I'm settled back into this uh, baby life, then it'll be right back on it again. Hell yeah. You know?
0: Uh, uh, how have you been, Brian? Uh, so, so. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say good. Good. Oh, not, so I'm going to say good, not great. How about that? I will say one thing that has changed in my world recently. Um, so Mrs. Brian started her new job. She's working from home. She's got some travel in there, but uh, she spends the majority of the like majority. She doesn't have an office or anything that she goes into. Works from the house. So she, rightfully so. Stole my office chair from the brew room here, where we, uh, you know, NBLB headquarters, if you will. Of course. So, course. so um, I was like, yeah, no big deal. I'll just use like a camp chair because we got a bunch of those laying around the house. I'll just use one of the more comfy ones and uh, use that to set up in my room. Well, that was fucking horrendous. It was the most uncomfortable goddamn like half work day that I spent in my life. It was fucking terrible. Um, So I did buy a new office chair. And let me tell you, Bought one with a fucking headrest. Yo, where has this been? Where has this fucking been? This is amazing. The gaming chair too. It's it's not a gaming chair. It's like it's mesh, so it breathes. It's got some breathable materials.
1: Yeah, but but what I was saying is, is the gaming chairs brought a lot of new designs in because some of those things are like you're like sweating. You where it's been. Yeah. Um, okay, let me just do a quick factual correction here. Um, we did not live on Creek Lane, Willem. Um, we did live on two Creek Lanes. We also lived on two Regency Lanes. And this is, we
2: didn't live on Creek Lane, but we did live on Creek Lane. Yeah, we?
1: this wasn't the house that I was talking oh, about. So, okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. So the house that I was talking about is six four five three Regency Lane. Um in eden prairie still so eden prairie was right but if you have if you so happen to be the owner of that humble abode go check the fixed job in the crawl space it was done by about a 14 year old at the time <laughs> you, might, you, might, you might get a pro in to fix that <laughs> oh my god
0: yes uh, that's the best shit maybe 15 <laughs> 14 year old in to fix that uh, <laughs> um yeah google google maps has not been to that part of town
1: oh, no that's 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 the hood of eden prairie it's not the hood though but it's
0: oh, oh it's actually, just it's like a, office buildings yeah that's hilarious
1: yeah that's sh- i'll never forget that man i was I, like like <laughs> you... the fact that i was also charged with fixing it is a joke
0: <laughs> like, like how you say fuck? you were charged with fixing it like your dad filed suit against you
3: no <laughs> it was
1: that, that, that
0: <laughs> job. okay so that was a rental
1: right so that was my fixed job villain <laughs> do you remember the one fixed job you had to help mom with because you you hit a golf club through the door. What? It was, it was, oh god, we, yeah, that was like early on in our We would chip upstairs and downstairs at our <laughs> at our house. Oh
0: and such we a good awesome. idea.
2: We great kids, Brian.
0: Uh-huh. Sounds like it. Sounds like y'all were wonderful.
1: Dylan took a swing that was slightly too large. <laughs>
2: And he put the club through, through the cardboard door, you know.
0: So <laughs> oh yeah, those hollow
1: corridors. corridors. <laughs> hollow corridor. but the but didn't go through the other side. Oh, so this is a hole about this big. No <laughs> and door, and my mom, like a genius, was like, "I'm replacing the door for like the seventy dollars." No, no, she went to Joanne's oh. and found. <laughs> found a vinyl
2: sticker. Yep. You could put and she put it on the whole fucking door. <laughs> so like, Paint to match fuck that shit. Put the sticker on the
1: whole door. It's a sticker anyways. Yep. So yeah, that was that in happened.
2: that <laughs> just happened. <laughs> happened. I think was it the same house? Uh uh, no, that was the first house we ever lived in.
1: Okay, so that was, that was 2926 Creek Lane. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're in that house, there might be a hollow corridor in your,
0: in your house that is <laughs> <it's> a sticker. <laughs> no, I got to be honest. That sticker came off long ago. Someone, <laughs> someone looked at that. It went like, "I bet I, it looks like I could put my finger through that." Yeah, I can put my finger. Th- this whole thing is <laughs> fake. There's, no- <laughs> imagine the genius, dude. What's the real? <laughs> yeah,
1: I hope it was it one of those like. <laughs> was no, it, it was the was, generic like fake ass looking. I, I was gonna Apollo say corridors.
0: Was it the vinyl that your mom bought? Was it like the vinyl that I bought to redo my dining room table out in my garage? Very possibly the same. Yeah. It was like it's just so fake wood when you see it in real life, but in pictures you're like, it didn't look, yeah, it's passable. It did look like, too bad. Yeah, it it too didn't
1: bad. look until you put the sticker down and you're like, God, this looks fucking terrible. I probably should have just bought the wood. Just, I should have just yeah. painted it and just, I don't know, with spray paint? I don't know. Oh, dude. I, I mean, looking back on it, there were some things, because we, like at various times, you know, had money and then had no money. Mm-hmm. And these, these, these fixes all needed to happen when we didn't have money to fix. <laughs> it was just broken. So, like, yeah, that's when you send the 15 year old to the <laughs> fucking bottom with a sledgehammer, the have- hammer back. The- Dude, this was the fix. Let's just get into the details here. I don't think you fully understand. This was a two by four, several of them that were straight that then got
0: snapped. but they didn't break through at about an audi s6's bumper height
1: (laughs) yeah so so frank was in there with a sledgehammer hammering this shit back into place (laughs) and then just replacing the drywall there's no reinforcements there were no like hey here's a fucking metal bracket that we're gonna (laughs) put here to no 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 please yeah, that was a couple thousand dollars fix for whoever had to do that correctly. If they, and if you haven't, 6453 Regency Lane, I highly recommend you get a real foundation expert in there because that is a perilous situation you're
0: living in. I would love to see your parents, well, like, it's not
2: necessarily like a structurally integral part of the house or anything.
0: Oh, I mean, oh, it's for the whole landing area. Fifteen-year-old uh, mechanical engineer and structural engineer—is that what we're talking about here? You... Yeah, it was part of. It was an integral part of the staircase. Oh, the we got a really
2: sick um little cross face area there that we played. Oh, that was
0: cool. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I would yeah, love to was, see your parents funny. fix for shit like that now. Now that they have like the spray foam. Uh, like oh, contractor right. fill. Could you imagine your mom just filling up the core of that door with fucking spray foam and then as it expanded out away from the door, she just straight razored it flat, oh, yeah. painted over it and called it a day? That would have uh,
1: been a perfectly fine fix. Honestly, the door is better off after that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, do y'all remember? The, vinyl, do you remember? the
0: vinyl increases the structural integrity of the fucking oh, no, door. No, we're
1: talking about the rest of the door. You put some spray foam insulation in the rest of it, it's a oh, better yeah. door after that.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Got insulation now. Um, do y'all remember... So back in the day, uh, Willem, you you can attest to this. You remember when, one Christmas, we got offered either a TV or a
2: CD player? Uh, yeah, I took the... Yes, I do. Did you okay. take the CD player, Willem? Yeah, my, me and my sister both. It, okay, what it was, though, I it was CD player now tv months from now <laughs> like oh my sister and i both were like and yeah, i'll take the cd player now and uh, of course frank here being who he is
0: oh my god did frank <laughs> did frank hoard tv abilities like tv <laughs> privileges
2: he oh. waited
0: out he waited it out and then he uh yeah
2: uh, he's just like this is what I'm talking about. He always just watched the fucking weather channel. Like, he had the TV, and he's always got the goddamn weather channel on.
0: Like, But it's his TV, so you can't ask him to change it. If he does, he's like, it's no, my TV. Well, you can't
2: really, but it just
0: never made any sense
2: to me. Like, what kind of a <laughs> teen slash teenager is, like, sitting around just watching goddamn weather channel all Right now, it's your local He's just triggering. No, oh, it's kind of nice now, honestly. These days, I love it. Because <laughs> it's like, uh, it's
0: the days where you, you know? The days where you couldn't watch TV because pre Frank was...
2: It's reminiscent of my childhood because there was just so much Weather Channel. Weather Channel abounded, you know? <laughs> weather Channel and Monday Night Raw and
0: SmackDown.
1: <laughs> yep. Those are my joints. Those are the three things. Real things happening and then the fake shit.
0: Well, they're real. That shit's
1: real, man. <laughs> they were real. It's real um, to me, damn it. I, mean, I remember we begged my parents sometimes. We didn't beg them, but we'd be like, hey, can we buy SummerSlam? And then my dad's like, I'm not paying for that. Summer so,
2: Slam.
1: you remember, like, yeah. uh, whatever, Hell in a Cell and all that shit? And then once I started to figure out how to illegally stream cricket, sometimes we could watch SummerSlam if I could find a stream. But,. Yeah, man, that shit was funny. Boy, was fun. howdy,
0: do I remember all those kids who got arrested in the early 2000s for streaming illegal cricket? Woo! <laughs> I, I wasn't one of
2: them. I remember that.
0: Huh? I, I the, you, you are, remember that y'all, are I probably, y'all are probably y'all are probably a very elite group of you know one and a half million people worldwide who stream illegal or stream cricket, but. Only one of fourteen in the United States. So, congratulations, mm-hmm. y'all stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Like <laughs> we we would illegally stream cricket
1: first the audio and rugby.
0: Oh my the, Christ! Late, you were you were pirate radioing fucking oh, yeah. cricket calls for days on end.
2: Oh yeah, that um, sounds and, terrible. And how do you not like cricket? That's what I don't like. Yeah, this. That's so weird. It's a gentleman's game. I'm not. A, it I,
0: if that's a gentleman's there's game, there's a tea time in cricket. How do you disrespect that? There's a tea time in
1: golf. Ha. Yeah, well, well that's funny. Um, so, in any case, we would stream it on Real Player. Jesus. Which back then, everybody had Real Player on their computer. They had no idea what to do with it. Yep. Um, Real Player, you could illegally stream anything. Uh, <clears throat> first peer-to-peer player out there, and we. Started streaming radio and then eventually bandwidth got big enough early 2000 2001 2002 to where I could stream video and cricket and shit. And was, that, yeah, man, that was revolutionary. I did a lot of that shit.
0: I, you know what, you were, I made fun of you for streaming radio, but I remember streaming radio on Winamp, yeah, <clears throat> for a while. Yeah, So that was the next generation, yeah. Uh, the, I, and I remember Real Player for those like early stage internet videos of like mm-hmm. stupid goofy cartoon shit would pop up you would need real player downloaded it was like the happy yeah. tree friends shit but before them yeah yeah
2: i really wanted yeah. to start a, a pirate radio station on winam back in the day but i couldn't figure it out
0: <laughs> you wanted to do a podcast is what you really wanted to do well, <laughs> I now you call
2: it that yeah but like you know
0: anyway yeah
2: but say what
1: no i said back then all that stuff was brand new and cool and like Ah. you you could it was it was neat to be able to tune in and know how to do it Mm -hmm. like now it's like you go to an app and you know it's like you type in on tune in if you want to listen to some station in belgium there's no effort involved You just do it, and people take it for granted. And that's okay. It's the problem with kids these days.
0: They can just go on TuneIn and listen to any Belgian radio station they want. We've evolved,
1: (laughs) right? And that's good. We are access to information, all that stuff. But back then, there was something to be said for, you know, there was a small community of people. It was not huge. Maybe a couple hundred thousand people on Earth that could find any – media to stream at any point in time live and i knew how to do it i knew how to do it back then i could stream any cricket game any rugby game and i was like 14 15. you sound like a ham radio
2: operator back in the day
1: but that was cool like do you remember i would pull up the streams and we'd watch rugby like at freaking three in the morning uh, on a fucking laptop computer you know,
3: yeah.
1: and that's just like the early days of, because back then ESPN didn't have rugby. Now they have rugby flow. Rugby didn't exist. You know, uh, you couldn't get rugby on, uh, on demand if you wanted to, there was no such things as a BPN. So you couldn't fake being in England to then stream sky sports for free.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, like none of that stuff existed. So I literally had to go find a stream that then would work with real player and the stream had to be good enough to then be able to watch it and listen to the audio matchup and shit. Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's logistics that had to take place then that don't even exist, kind of exist oh. now because they did have separate streams or separate bands for audio and video streaming over over uh, phone line. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's basically. What you could either was. just do the audio or you could do audio and video if you had good enough connection. Yep. But then the audio would sometimes be behind the video yep. and you had to like delay the one channel in order to have it match up. Yeah, that shit was crazy, but I it was mean, fun.
0: Frank, I, I thought of this the other day of the first video I ever made, like first like edited video, edited video. I shot on two different camcorders, a Hi8 uh, camcorder and a VHSC camcorder in high school. And I edited it to edited it, it, edited it together uh, using uh, three VCRs and a karaoke machine that we had recorded uh, audio onto. And we recorded audio from the karaoke machine by recording from a car- uh, an instrumental track on CD yeah. that we recorded onto a, a cassette tape within that. Uh, karaoke machine, and then we had we used the slow down feature on the tape playback to make a chopped and screwed. Wow. it was 2004. It was fucking Whoa. sick. Whoa. Anyway, yeah. uh, so then I used the audio out of the karaoke machine into the master VH, or the master VCR. I had the VHS C tape and the Hi Eight tape into their cassette converters into their respective VCRs, and then yeah. I had to physically pull and plug the yellow RCA cables into and out of the master VCR as the sound played from your karaoke machine into the master VCR. So I was literally manually plugging and playing from different shit. And then I think about all that, like it didn't take me very long to do it. Also wasn't very good to be honest. And then I think about that fucking Shiner video that I showed you all the other day took me about the same amount of time. Way less stress. Uh Shot on as many different cameras, honestly, and um, yeah, it was just better all around. <laughs> so much fucking better.
1: Yeah, no, nostalgia is the thing, but it's not. It's not meant to be too revered. No, like, yeah, like there it. are certain parts of nostalgia that's cool, like vinyl records. There's there's things to be. It's got a warmer sound. Appreciated, but there's there's certainly reason for advancement and mm, hell yeah. we should should keep pushing that cuz cooler shit comes at the end of that so
0: but you know what's the coolest frank is the connecting the loop back from the new to the old and when i mm-hmm. say old i'm talking about i'm talking about the real old Yep.
1: No, no snowmobiles. No keys.
0: Yeah, you bust out Step them. F- eight, man. Listen, rap is cool and all, but until you bust out a fife to hit the chorus, kiss my ass. You know that's yeah. what I'm all about. And that's right. what we're about here on No Beer Left Behind. <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode and every episode of No Beer Left Behind. Hopefully, we'll we'll be back soon. Uh, we won't take a five-week hiatus, uh, as we have done in the past. I'm very... I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm here. Uh, so uh, it's good to be back, and it's great talking with you, uh, Frank and Willem. Uh, I think we probably need to make this a more regular occurrence, if nothing else, for our own mental health. Okay? Um, I got no snare in my headphones. You keep tapping. I don't think the snare was invented. Uh, they were worried about the Black Death, you know? Anyway. Fair um, check us out over our social media accounts those exist at No beer Left Cast at NBLB underscore beer Gmail too you subscribe you can do that uh, on your favorite podcast platform if there's a podcast platform we're not on please let us know at NoBeerLeftBehindCast at gmail.com leave us a review highest reviews only and uh, until next time for Brian here in North Texas I am out
2: thank you all for listening thanks guys for talking with me, and for
1: Bill and Tulsa, talk to you later. For Frank in Austin, just quick, late 90s, early 2000s, was fucking sweet in tech growing up at that time, and going from using a tape deck to record something off the radio so you had a single, if you couldn't afford buying them, to then going to Kazaa and one tune and all that shit was mind blowing. And now you have Spotify and you just pay a monthly subscription, but that shit's cool. So appreciate the moment that you're in because it, it, there is bound to be something that is going to come in the future tech wise, an advancement that will make this seem nostalgic. So just appreciate it for what it is. Um, and remember those things because there's some cool shit happening now that you'll think of in 10 years and be like, man, remember when we did that? Yeah, that's cool. Appreciate it. All right. I'm out here yeah.